0: Welcome back to the Jasmine Star Show. I love the ability to connect with every single one of you every single week on this podcast and on other things like Facebook and Instagram Live, which is exactly what you're going to hear today. So I'm going to ask you a question. I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but like homie to homie, have you ever had a bad day as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I know. Probably a rhetorical question because the truth is you can't own a business without having a few bad days or a lot of bad days A lot of bad days strung together I have to tell you a few weeks ago I hosted a facebook live where I answered live questions about what to do when you don't feel like your efforts are going Anywhere how to plan content how to balance your time and a lot more and at the time of that recording I had just fried my beloved macbook pro This laptop had been with me for years I loved it. I had like edged out the little letters on the keyboard. I knew the way that it functioned. It like purred to me. If I could have cradled my laptop, I probably would have. And so when I fried my laptop, mm, I opened that Facebook Live with advice for how to handle bad days with a different mindset shift that I have never shared on the podcast. So let's listen in. Hi friends, how are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Every week we have chats here on the internet where I get to come on and answer your questions pre-asked and live. My name is Jasmine Starr, a photographer and business strategist and founder of Social Curator. Now let's dive in to our conversation today. Before we get there, um, I have to tell you that yesterday I had a really bad day and it didn't start off bad, but it turned out to be bad. And so the conversation I want to have today is just like, let's just be real. Like running a business is hard and sometimes you have really crappy days. So as we do that, I'm going to pop in and I'm actually coming at you from my husband's laptop, coming at you from a different, I think it's a different Zoom account. I have no idea because it's just been one of those days when it comes to all things tech. So let's have a little bit of a real life conversation about when everything goes wrong. So yesterday I had a day full of meetings and I threw my laptop in my satchel and I didn't know that I had a water bottle in there and the water bottle completely submerged my laptop. I live on my laptop. So you could just imagine when I opened it and I turned my laptop sideways, all this water comes out, the screen frizzes and then goes black. And it's like everything in me like fell out of me. Like I was so sad and upset that I couldn't even be sad and upset. The thing that super grounded me yesterday, like in the middle of it, I'm like, wow, Jasmine, you should really be crying or cussing right about now. And the one thing that was floating through my mind was I get to choose my heart that I looked at that situation and I could easily say that my day is ruined, that life sucks, that, that I could be angry and shake an angry fist. And I could say, this is a really hard day. But I could also say, like, just honestly, there are other people with really hard days that I am still healthy my daughter is still healthy. My family is still healthy. I have a roof over my head. I have water coming out of a faucet. I can brush and floss my teeth. I have a pillow. I have a car. I have spell change in the center of my console. Jasmine, you get to choose your hard. You can, yeah, it sucks ruining a laptop, but come on, you get to choose your hard because I have conversations that I think with people and like, y'all, everything is hard. Marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Losing weight is hard. Being overweight is hard. Planning social media is hard. Not using social media is hard. Honey, child, we are not victims. We are in control of what we choose to be. So the choice is ours. We get to, we are blessed to choose our hard. We have not been guaranteed that life should or could or will be easy. Life is hard, but we get to choose our heart. So, I'm inviting you with my jacked up setup today for today's chat. I'm inviting you with the broken laptop that I got to go figure out can I salvage it or do I need to buy a new one? I'm going to ask you I got to ask you that you get to choose your heart today. You get to choose your heart. Will you join me in choosing a hard that we understand is part of the life as an entrepreneur? Like, that's a real question. I'm actually asking you in the comments, what do you choose today? Because you get to choose your hard. Do you choose your hard? And the answer is yes. It's just which hard will you choose? Will it be the hard getting you closer to the thing that you want, or hard keeping you stuck in the place that you don't want to be? On that note, we're diving into questions. If you have questions, leave them here in the comments. Sorry, my husband just came Sorry. in and he was talking. I don't know. Were you talking trash about my glasses? Okay. I just got my blue black. blocker glasses on. Yeah. I got blue because I wasn't wearing makeup. Okay. I'm trying to go online, and I have no makeup. I got to put on the glasses to disguise it. Let's dive into Ryan's question. Ryan said, what if you are successful and do not feel like you deserve it? Well, this right here is not even a question about business. This right here is a question about life that Ryan, I'm going to ask you a question and anybody else who's watching and you feel like you have success and you don't deserve it. Number one, be so, so, so thankful that you are alive and you could experience success outside of whether or not you deserve it. That's number one. Number two is I have a question for you, is if you are successful and you feel you don't deserve it, just imagine how much more successful you could be if you understood that success has nothing to do with deserving or not deserving. Success is a byproduct of the right time, opportunity, hard work, dedication, perseverance. Success doesn't care if you're deserving or not deserving. Success is a result of the effort you put in. And Ryan, I have to tell you that you are not in control of the outcome. You are only in control of the effort. If your effort, Ryan, you put in your effort and it ends up being a success, you don't deserve it or not deserve it. It's just the, you control the only thing you were in control of your effort, not the outcome. But I have to tell you, Ryan, it cuts both ways because since you are in control of your effort, if you put your effort out and the outcome is not what you want, you cannot say it's because I didn't deserve it. Deserving and success have nothing to do with each other. What you are in control of is your effort. The outcome is out of your control. If it happens to be favorable and you are successful, Ryan, clap that up. Express gratitude. But homie, it has nothing to do with being deserving. And because it has nothing to do with being deserving, Ryan, I'm going to invite you to ask yourself to imagine how much more success you would get if you behaved as if your effort warranted the outcome. I have to tell you that the minute you believe that you have a higher capacity for success, I have a belief that if you were to say deserving or not deserving, I'm still going to show up. If you believe that you could attract that much more success, guess what's going to happen? It'll happen for you. I believe it because just like you, Ryan, I struggled with this exact same thing. And the minute I started believing that I was not in control of the outcome so that whatever success or failures came from it it had nothing to do with whether or not I was deserving it's simply how things happened i am in control of the effort not the outcome success only comes as a result of perseverance dedication hard work and having a vision and standing in your purpose do not get it twisted okay now y'all we have um live questions that are coming in so please and thank you i appreciate you guys being here um okay Uh, vanessa light says what camera are you using for this live it looks so good Yo, I am using a laptop. This is a MacBook Air laptop. This is my husband's laptop. It is, I, I'm pretty sure this laptop is 10 years old because if you're just joining right now, I ruined my laptop yesterday. I was like, honey, dust off that old laptop. Let me see if the thing works. So uh, good on the MacBook Pro, I mean, the MacBook Air Lite. There you go. Eli says, hey, Jasmine, what happens when you ask and nobody lets an answer? Do I have to give up? So Eli is asking, like, when I ask questions on social media and nobody is responding, like, number one, that sucks. And number two, like, is this a sign to give up? And the answer is, Eli, you only give up when it's over. So if it is not over, you do not get give up. You stand up. You do not give up. You stand up. All I want you to do is to ask yourself, am I asking questions in a way that people want to respond? So number one, if you're asking long and complicated questions on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn or Twitter, if you're asking a complicated question, like how old were you when you had your first formative experience and how does that impact your life now? Very few people are gonna be like, let me just pour out my heart guts right now. If you were to ask, um, are you already celebrating Christmas in October? Okay, well, that's like yes, no, I'm Mrs. Claus. You know, it's like very short questions. Shorter questions are easier to answer to get the ball rolling. Number two, I'm gonna ask where did you place the question? If you have a very long Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn post and you ask your question at the very end, a small group of people are actually going to read the entirety of it. So if they're not answering questions and it's a long post and you have it at the end, I would encourage you to test putting the question up at the top at the beginning of your post to see if that starts driving engagement in a different way. So what we're gonna do now is there's a ton of live questions coming in. Rachel asks, how do you recommend using one Instagram account as a multi-passionate entrepreneur? Rachel, I want you to be using your Instagram account if you're a multi-passionate entrepreneur for the thing that that generates the most revenue. I don't, I love when people say I'm multi-passionate. I want to do a ton of things. Great. But does all of it have to be on your Instagram account? Does all of it have to be on your Facebook page? Just because you are multi-passionate does not mean you need to include all of your passions on a particular social media account. I would recommend to really hone in. What do you want people to buy from you? What is your next revenue stream? And if Rachel, you're saying, Jasmine, I'm not making any money right now, but I like to sell essential oils. I like to make jewelry. I like to sell t-shirts. I have an Etsy shop. Okay. If you're not making any money right now, where do you want to make your money? How do you want your followers to invest in your business? Then I want you to choose that and spend the majority of your post talking about the thing that actually generates revenue. Because if all you're doing is using your social media accounts to talk about your hobbies, no one's going to trust you enough to come in and give you their credit card. I'm going to be very honest with you. There are a lot of things I absolutely love. I believe that in another life, I could have been a yoga instructor. I love yoga. I practice yoga. COVID's made it very difficult. But I love yoga. Practice it every day. Not so much during COVID, but pre-COVID. I love it so much. I could probably say, Hey guys, who wants to do a 14 yoga day challenge for $10? I legitimately could put that out on my Instagram and my Facebook page today and make money. But just because I'm multi-passionate and just because I could make a little bit of money doesn't, doesn't mean that I should put it out. Why? I need people to hone in and see me as a professional for the thing I want to monetize. I am a founder of a tech company. What do I do best? Arguably, I know how to build brands and I know how to get customers on social media. And so you will see that the vast majority of the content that I'm putting out points back to me being an industry leader and specialist for branding and social media marketing and social media sales. I could talk about other things I'm wildly passionate about and could make money from like yoga, but I don't because I really want to hone in the way that my followers are seeing me and engaging with my account. Thank you, Rachel, for that phenomenal question. Okay, so um, Natasha King says, Reels, long or short description? Hashtags in your description? So let's talk about Reels. I'm absolutely obsessed. I have recently changed a lot of my social media strategy to really over-index for Reels. The Instagram algorithm at the point of this recording is looking at Reels highly favorably. My goal, I know it seems a little crazy, is I'm working to create three Reels a week that's kind of crazy considering that I'm still doing IG lives. I'm doing Facebook lives. I'm still creating YouTube content. However, I'm looking at this as a positive way to share my message in a different way. I am currently testing reels in short form, AKA 15 seconds versus longer form, AKA 30 seconds. As far as the description goes, I'm just testing different lengths right now because sometimes if you have a short reel for like 15 seconds, sometimes you need to use a description that's a little bit longer to actually describe uh, or build out the conversations that you want. If you have like a 30-second reel and you say all the things you need to say, have a short description. As far as hashtags go, you can put hashtags in the description itself or you can put it in a comment. Either way, both are still searchable and findable for your reel. Okay. Uh, let's go on to Tiffany. How do you balance the time to show up on social media and to make products that people pay for? Oh, Tiffany, if I had the answer for this, honey, I would probably, I would say I would retire, but the fact of the matter is I wouldn't retire. I don't actually see myself retiring. I kind of feel like I'm going to be one of those old ladies who are like, I just started my 87th business. Like, I totally do. I think I'm going to die a business owner. My poor husband. He's just like, when do you think we're ever, like, going to take a break? I was like, a break? We just had the weekend off. I know. It's crazy. Um, How do I balance it? Number one, I give myself grace. There are times that I way, 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 way focus on creating free content. And then I take a step back from, like, the, the paid aspect. And then there are other times where it's like, I notice that I am not creating on social as much because I'm really focusing on building out content that paying members of social curator only and exclusively get access for Truth be told, I dedicate around I would probably say a full day and a half like planning out all of like the video shoots, writing scripts, writing my content for the week, planning. Um, Just today on Instagram, I wrote an Instagram post that really outlined my entire approach. How do I plan content for the month? And then how do I plan content for the week? Y'all, I say this again and again. It is truly, I know some people are so annoyed when they hear me say this, but I'm going to keep on saying it until I'm blue in the face or my blue blocker glasses come out at you. The only way you will not be completely overwhelmed and submerged when it comes to creating content for your business is if you make a plan. Just yesterday, I had a conversation with my husband and business partner, and I said, you know, I'm actually not the best photographer, and I'm not the best speaker, and I'm not the best social media strategist. I know all of this stuff. I am not the best. There are legitimately thousands, if not tens of thousands of people who are better at being live, better at speaking, better at content creation, better at writing, better at photography, better at videos. There's tens of thousands of people who are better than I am. But like one thing that I'm actually really good at is consistency is just showing up that I will come on, on a janky 10 year old laptop every single week to have conversations with people. I will write every single day, a post on Instagram. I will go live every single week on Instagram. I will go live every single week on Facebook. I will be putting out videos every single week on YouTube. I'll be posting on Twitter every single day on Twitter. I am consistent and that makes me win. Like, and some people hear that and they're like, well, that's really intimidating. And I want it like, I really want to crawl through the internet and hug you and then shake you and say, no. You don't have to be the best and you don't have to be the richest or the prettiest or the most talented. All you have to do is be consistent. All you have to do is show up. So Tiffany and anybody else who says, how do I balance time? You make a plan. And when you make a plan, you stick to the plan so that if you're like, okay, I have, you know, 30 minutes every single day to put out my post and organize and comment back. Great. Great. And if that day you're like, okay, on my day, I only have 15 minutes. Great. And then on some days you have three hours to fully dedicate to building out content for social media. Great. Whatever it is, it takes just show up for the people, for the rag tag behind the eight ball for the people who are underestimated and overlooked for people who are on the periphery, for people whose parents are immigrants, for people who are first generation Latinas who went to college for first people who had no money when they started multiple of their business for people when they said, why is that person starting a business for people who didn't have the right tools for people who had people who looked down on them or talked behind their back for all of y'all. For any and all of y'all who are listening, the way you win is just outdo somebody else with the work. I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with the story of Alexander Hamilton. Thank you, Lynn manuel Miranda for putting that Broadway show out. But the reason Hamilton won was not because he was the most eloquent or the richest or the smartest. He was the child of immigrants who had no money and was orphaned. And you want to know what? He became one of the founding fathers, not because he was good or smart, but because he wrote more than anybody else. He just wrote more and you need to... Film more, write more, post more, take photos more. You need to create more. We win by the more. We win by looking at people like Alexander Hamilton who won even though the odds were stacked against him, me, and you. Honey, the way you win is you just show up. And how do you show up? You create a plan. And how do you create a plan? You sit your butt down with a piece of paper and a pen and say, this is what I'm going to do this week. That's it. And it is so stunning. Stinking easy. And yet people make it so stinking hard because Netflix is around. Oh, well, my friends are going out for happy hour or, you know, and I get it. I get it. I get it. If you have kids, that struggle is real. But I also know that there are little pockets of time, and I am talking about four-minute pockets of time, not 40, that you can be like, oh, I have this idea. Let me just put it on my phone and get back to what I need to do. And then when they take a nap or when they go to bed or when you just wake up early, yes, friends, when you wake up early, you get it. You, everything you want is on the other side of making a plan and being consistent with it. That was a little bit of a riff. Thank you, Tiffany, for that dang question. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's get into Melissa planning for the new year, new year. Now, how do you plan to refresh all of your social channels? What's the number one piece of advice for keeping in mind when it comes to planning, Melissa, I love your heart. I love where you're going and how you're thinking. If you've been around the block with me, you know that I'm a huge, like a huge proponent on like just setting a plan. Like what the heck is your plan? I am really excited for 2021. I mean, who's not excited for 2021. I don't know about you, but I am about to just, Yeah, for 2020, I'm done with 2020, but I'm being present in 2020 because 2020 is trying to teach me something. I don't know what it is quite yet, but 2020 is trying to break me and shake me so that it can mold me to like who I need to be in 2021. I really just mean that hundred percent facts, honesty. I need to sit in the suck of 2020 to empower me to really understand who I need to be in 2021. So yes, I am planning on revamping and refreshing my social content for the year. But right now I'm really focused on quarter four. We have less than 90 days. Y'all we have like, I think we have like 73 days left in 2020. My goal right now is how am I going to show up for the next 73 days in 2020 To make me look back on December 31st, 2020, I'm gonna look back and say, you left everything on the court. I used to play basketball. I know. I know. People are like, you girl, you're like five foot four on a good day. I know, I know. But I really I played, I played varsity basketball. My coach would always ask us at the end of the game if we won or if we lost, it didn't matter. He said, Did you leave everything on the court? Did you leave it out there? Because if you won and you didn't leave everything out on the court, the win is empty. If you lost, but you left everything out on the court, that loss taught you something. So all I'm trying to do right now is I want to leave everything out in 2020. I want to look back and say, did you do everything you possibly could? to hit your goals. I'm going to be honest and straightforward right now. We had big financial goals for 2020. I'm not even going to blame COVID. I'm not going to blame COVID. I'm not going to blame anything other than the fact that things didn't work out the way that we wanted. However, I got 73 days. Is there something that I can do in the next 73 days to come up with a project, a source of revenue, take on a speaking engagement, do some consulting that will get us closer to the financial goals? The answer might be yes. The answer might be no. But my objective is to look back and say, I left everything out on the court. Am I planning on refreshing? Yes. I'm actually not going to start focusing on what my 2021 refreshing content is going to look like until December. I just think that right now I'm so actively looking to the future that I'm taking myself out of the present. And now the present is a present. Hey, you like that pun? Okay. Somebody's being punny. The present is the present. And I'm really trying to focus and being like, I am trying to be taught something. What am I supposed to learn? And that's the state that I am currently in. Y'all, every week, I I think that that's probably where we're going to end this. I have to go put some makeup on. I have some meetings today. Um, I just want to say thank you. And for those of you who tune in and have these conversations, it means the world to me. And we will end this conversation the way that we started the conversation is that we get to choose the hard. Our life and our businesses was never meant to be easy. We're not entitled to an easy path. We're not entitled to something being given to us. We get to choose our hard carefully because marriage is hard and divorce is hard and working out and being fit is hard and being overweight is hard. Having good hygiene takes time and is hard, but having cavities, is just as hard. Planning your social media is hard, but not having social media to help your business is hard. Choose your hard. And the minute you choose your hard, own it and love it and accept it as part of the journey that we're all on. Friends, I hope you guys have a great and wonderful day. Paige, who's handling this on the back end with our janky setup, I appreciate you. I hope you all have a great and beautiful, wonderful day. Bye, friends. Well, friend, there you have it. Choose your hard. It is equally difficult to be successful as it is to give up, and the choice is yours. If you've enjoyed this episode of The Jasmine Star Show, please leave a review on Apple Podcast. The team and I love to work and create this and deliver the best content for you every week, and it would mean the world to us if you took a few minutes to share why you love the show. And hey, if you write a review... There's a chance I could read it here on the podcast. Like shout out to Holistic Nurse Mama. She said, love Jasmine, found her on speaking on another podcast. I've binge listened to this podcast and found her on Instagram to keep up the amazing information coming. Thank you for the five-star review. Speaking of five stars, shout out to Tiffany Sigmund. She said, knowing that I can come to this podcast and Jasmine's Instagram TV and get pumped up to do what I love with intentionality and a go get them attitude is invaluable. Hey, Holistic Nurse Mama and Tiffany, shout out to y'all and your go-get-them attitudes. As you can tell, I read every single review. Y'all, like I read them because it really does help shape what we do in the future for you and with you. I'm so appreciative for your kind words. Thank you for listening and we'll chat again soon.